Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Back in the 1960s and 70s, it was all the rage with primatologists to conduct studies in which infant chimpanzees were raised as though they were human infants. This practice tested the limits of what a non-human primate could accomplish if raised in human society, aiming to parse what was nature and what was nurture. These studies often played out like dark fairy tales, with chimp babies growing up into tragic half-humans, living between two worlds and belonging to neither. But one thing that came out of these studies was the realization that although these chimpanzees raised in human environments learned how to behave in eerily humanish ways, none of them could ever be taught to talk. We spoke with Asif Zazanfar, a professor of psychology at the Princeton Neuroscience Institute. He said... I think that surprised a lot of people. They weren't even producing rudimentary words like a drunk person would say. According to Sazanfar, that led researchers to develop a few theories about why this could be. One, that other primates might have the brains to produce speech. After all, they can do rudimentary symbolic communication, but they're lacking the vocal anatomy to make speech sounds. Two, that primates completely lack the neural control to produce speech sounds, or three, that they lack both the proper brain and the proper anatomy for speech. Around this time, linguist and cognitive scientist Philip Lieberman tried to determine which, if any, of these conclusions were true. In a 1969 study, Lieberman and his co-authors examined cadavers of rhesus monkeys to estimate, based on their anatomy, what speech sounds they could theoretically be able to make. Lieberman's conclusion was that, based on the anatomy of a rhesus, they wouldn't be able to speak, even if their brains were wired just like ours. Based on this study, the idea took hold that one of the main reasons chimps and other primates can't speak is that they lack the vocal anatomy to do so. But now, half a century later, a study published in Science Advances has revisited the question of why monkeys can't talk, and it debunks Lieberman's notion that monkeys lack the appropriate vocal anatomy— Instead, they say, monkeys' mouths and throats could form human-sounding words, but their brains aren't good enough to tell their body how to do so. Zazanfar and an international team of researchers captured X-ray video of a rhesus eating, squawking, and making facial expressions, then made a model of those movements that could predict the potential vocal range of the animal. They found that, anatomically speaking, a rhesus has everything it needs to form entire sentences of human speech— although its voice definitely wouldn't sound human. What it doesn't have is the necessary neural ability to coordinate respiration, oral facial muscle control, and laryngeal tension, all things we have to do in order to talk. In fact, Zazanfar says, all of the old world primates, all the species in Africa and Asia, including the great apes, probably have the same ability. They conclude this because these monkeys and apes, in large part, have very similar vocal and facial expressions why humans got such a tricked-out brain in comparison to our primate relatives is hard to know, but it's fun to think about. Zazanfar said, Nobody's sure what driving forces and pressures led to humans elaborating a more sophisticated control of the vocal anatomy. Maybe as group size increased, it became inefficient to communicate via physical grooming, and you had to maintain relationships with many individuals, so the burden to maintain those relationships was shifted to the vocal-acoustic domain. But... To address what we all really want to know here, how feasible is a Planet of the Apes scenario? Zazanfar said, well, I don't know, but the new version of Planet of the Apes got it right. 
In the first movie of the new series, the chimpanzee was given a drug to enhance its cognition, giving it the ability to speak. They didn't even address vocal anatomy, so they accidentally got it right. Hollywood is prescient sometimes. One theory about why humans have more communicative and vocal learning capabilities than other primates is that a lot of our brain development happens out in the world rather than in utero. According to Zazamfar, the brain of a human infant is only 25% developed at birth, while that of a rhesus monkey is about 60% developed at birth. Today's episode was written by Jessalyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other brainy topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.